Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 125 of Camp Strange. I am your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to bring the spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and three-legged, as David wanted me to say. Yeah, Whatever. I wanted I wanted that. I wanted that. <laughs> he wanted that. But before we get into our weird stories we have for you today, we got to catch you up on any of the weird news you may have missed. And David, uh, as you may know, um, as of when we are recording this, um, Trump has left the the Oval Office. That's the only yes, room. Yes, 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 yes. What's it called? The White House? Is it I, just don't, nah, I don't know. Adjectives and then a place. Oval you know, Office. You know, it used to White be pink. House. It used to be a pink house. Green grass. He left the green grass. But um, he left. But before he left, he... Um, what is it? How many people did he do? Uh, how many people did he do? Uh, 143 pardons, 143 pardons and commutations. Yes. Which, which means you know, obviously commuting people's prison sentences, which means just like waiving them and then pardoning people's like criminal past or whatever. And 143 is a shit ton. I don't know if that's like beating anybody, but I assume it is because he just dropped them all on the last day. Like, peace, I'm out. But as you know, he. I don't know if you know this actually, but. He uh, pardoned Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne. He commuted. Commuted? <laughs> I can't ever say that word. Um, he commutated um, uh, Kodak Black. Yeah. That guy looks like a rug rat uh, <laughs> or a Simpsons character. But uh, you know who he didn't pardon? Well, this is one I wanted to bring up. So, yes, I do know who he didn't pardon. Oh, who is it, David? Uh, Sir Joseph Exotic. Yeah, dude. Okay, so you're reading the same story I am, right? Probably. So what did he have waiting outside the prison for him? Oh my God, it's been there for like a week too. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a big ass like. Is it a Hummer uh, limousine? Oh, it, mine just says limousine. It, I. Oh God, yeah, no. It's I saw a photo of it, and it's got like a truck bed on the oh, last bit of it. Um, yes. Yeah. That was like the hot tub in the back. Like that the one might from be. Parks and it Rec. might be what's going on. Oh my god! Just let the poor boy go to prom. Why is everybody <laughs> trying to ruin his prom? Let him let him go prom. But um, obviously, you're, you're allowed to commute. Um, you know, Kodak Black because I, I Katie read me something about like how uh, Trump was like Kodak. He donates a lot of money he has like all these organizations and stuff like that so like you could actually probably get away with like uh like partying some people but then like <laughs> tiger king is kind of joe exotic's a little bit too like well known now for like publicly executing tigers and burying them in his backyard so that's not a metaphor yeah this is uh i don't i trump's like i'm not even touching that one which yeah. is fucking crazy. So he's still in there for his 22 year sentence. Um, and if you don't know who Joe Exotic is, I mean, I don't have you. Were you in quarantine? I don't. Yeah, man. I feel like we talk about this all the time, but that really got released the most perfect time. It really did. Like I, yeah, you can't you can't get better publicity than a than a worldwide pandemic being forcing people inside to watch your documentary. It's great. 
But uh, yeah, I mean that was that was my my first one. But since you also have that, I'll just read this um, also this article head as first. I only I have I I only have one though. Okay, you go then. Because I decided the other ones were lame, and then also the other one was the Joe Exotic one. Uh, So this is a quote: "My wife refused to sleep in the same bed as me because my toes kept falling off." Wait, 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 wait! (laughs) Is this you? Yeah. Are you? Did you write this article? Yeah. That leg. Yeah, my toes. <laughs> they, this, they they fall off and they grow back. It's like a beard. This little piggy. Well, your beard falls out? <laughs> yeah, and then it grows back. You know, like when you get kind of cold and you got to stick your head in the microwave for a while and get yeah. all warm and then all your hair starts falling out? Yep. But, like, this little piggy did go to the market, didn't he? Physically. Yeah. You dropped yeah. him off in the cart. You left him in the cart at the market at the Piggly Wiggly. Oh yeah, but I, I David, I need more context to this. Please tell so, me. So uh, this sixty-one-year-old uh, had um, horrific, or he still does have horrific. Um, he might not have them anymore. Oh, I guess. Oh, I thought it was. I saw a picture, and boy, that picture is rough. <laughs> I assumed it was frostbite. But what I'm reading, what I'm reading here says, lost his toes after he had a flu, pneumonia, uh, sepsis, and was put into a coma, and his toes started to fall off uh, due to lack of circulation. Oh my god! But you know what's crazy? This might be the hottest take of the year. But like, if you're 61, you can have my legs. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's just like you're, you're you are willing to give your legs to a 61 year old who's already lived a good life. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. That was confusing. If I'm 61 years old and my legs, ha- the guy's like, you lost a leg. I'd be like, that's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm 60. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would be like a learning curve to like try to like you know. But then I could like get a boat and a peg leg. Yeah, that'd be, that would be cool. Bury some uh, all of my all of my retirement my wife will be furious and i go all right that's not you're not being a first good a good first matey and then i'll and then i'll hit her with my <laughs> oh i shouldn't say that i didn't hit anybody with my hook hand <laughs> nobody was hit with my hook hook hand yeah we avoided that huh <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. I don't really need a. Um, I don't need. A, I don't need any legs. Past, you don't need uh, those hooves anymore. Past thirty-five, keep my legs. I don't need them. I don't yeah. need them. Take them. I think about now. I'm like, uh, pff, you could have them because I don't do anything productive anyway with my legs. I'm just like, uh-uh. just, just leave me my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's all I ask. You know, blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> Red eyes, black dragon, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of brown eyes, white dragon, um, first preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique, paleontologist oh, says. Fuck yeah. <laughs> which which reminds me, David. Uh-huh. Or actually, it begs, it begs the question, do you think that the people who make Fleshlight are going to get their hands on this dinosaur butthole? Oh, I hope, I hope they don't get the blueprints. No, honestly... Tell me you wouldn't. I wouldn't. Why? Uh, I do. I need to go into why. Mm hmm. Some things must be left dead. <laughs> You're the fucking guy. You're the guy from Pet Cemetery. You're like, 
Something's. Oh, what does he say? What does he say? Don't fuck that dinosaur butthole. Is that what he says? <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. Now, don't take that dinosaur butthole into into the cemetery. Now. <laughs> and then he goes. By the way, I've seen your kid playing on the freeway. Oh, wait, that semi just hit him. I'm sorry about that, sir. Spoilers. Spoilers. I'm Spoilers. supposed to do that at the end. Oh. <laughs> You're right. You're right. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it's a. There's a big. If furries have a market, you know, then there's definitely. Oh, there are people who dress up like in those dinosaur masks. You've oh, seen big them. Time. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my like... god, they would love these things. If fleshlight doesn't do it, I'm gonna start doing it. What do you got? Tobin lights. There's a secret. It's not dinosaur butthole. It's a chicken butthole. But chickens are kind of like dinosaurs. Yeah, they they push them eggs out. They do. Yeah, David, I'm proud of you. It's all one hole. David's smart boy. <laughs> it's like a lizard. It's all one hole. Pushed eggs out. <laughs> they push. They you put them in the box and they push the eggs out. <laughs> but um, David, do you have another story? Because I just want to bring up one more thing before we get into our stories. I do not have another, so go for it. Okay, I don't have a lot of information on this, but it's been so much in the news. It's a disservice not to talk about it and bring it up. Okay, and let's it does, do it. And it does have something to do with my story. Two words. Army Hammer. Oh, yeah. I so, sent this to you. Yeah, we should definitely talk about this just a little bit. So, David, oh, yeah. do you want to brush these people up on what happened? Oh, boy, that was like a week ago, and you know my my bird brain. Okay, um, whoa, how's that butthole, though? <laughs> <laughs> Whole egg sideways. <laughs> so much force, it cracks on the ground. No uh, you can catch it. All my shit's come out sideways. I don't know why. Like that Charleston shoe? Yep. All sideways, all, all the sideways. time. So I'll, I'll, for those of you guys who don't know, Army Hammer... Famous actor. He's one of the Winklevoss twins. Um, I love the I love the meme that says that he in the social network, the movie The Social Network. Oh, okay. But but uh, people are saying that he ate his other twin. <laughs> see when when I, I see the name Arnie Hammer. Arm and Hammer, I'm like, right? I don't know. I'm like, oh yeah. But I, I don't know what he actually like looks like. I don't know what he's been in. He's been that one like 007 one. Um, was he? He was in Call Me By Your Name. He was in I don't know that one. The Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp, one of the yeah, biggest box office flops in didn't history. Didn't watch that one, no. No, no one he was did. in the, what was it called? Like the the man called something. Oh, it looks like... the, the man from Uncle with Henry yeah. Cavill. Oh, yes. fuck. Yes. Well, that's a mission. Of, he was in Mission Impossible, so. He does that scary ass arm cock thing where he's like, when he like fights Tom Cruise in the bathroom. That was cool. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that either. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> um, apparently, um, these texts had come out from his ex girlfriend or ex wife or somebody. I don't know what's going on, but he's been saying some crazy ass shit relating to cannibalism. Yeah. And he says uh, one of his most famous lines, which I love, is "I want to remove your rib and eat it." Mm. And I think he says, "I'm 100% a cannibal." Who shouldn't have went with 100%? Really hard to back yeah. out of that one. That's hard. Um, Real PR nightmare. Yeah, I think he said uh, his uh, one of his exes said uh, that the weirdest thing that they would do is, uh, you know, she would get like a cut on her finger and then he would like suck the blood or something like that. So oh, nothing, that's fun. Yeah. Nothing too crazy, but I've been going back and forth with Katie because you know what? I think this is, if 
it's one thing to be acting upon these things or be like abusive in any way, shape, or form in the relationship. And if people are not consenting on both sides, then that is not okay. But if they're like, if this is like his kink and he just like types shit like that and says shit like that in the bedroom, I'm like, you know what? You're a freak, but you know what? There's weirder shit out there that people do. And as long as he's not actually eating anybody, the blood sucking's a little weird. But I've seen like people who dress up like vampires do that shit all the time. Yeah. They're like, I watched like this documentary with David Ferrier called Dark Tourist that I always talk about on here. And there's like a party of these like fat pasty people in like New Orleans who are just like uh, poking each other on the finger and being like, ooh, I like her blood and like drinking it. And I'm like, why are they less weird than Army Hammer? But I think it's because we project ourselves on Army Hammer and we go like, oh, I like him as an actor. He must be like his characters. And then you find out he's some like freak who wants some baby back rib just straight from the oh. he doesn't want he wants some fresh he want a fresh rib <laughs> mm, a mcrib bone I, in if anybody's ever seen <laughs> if have you eat a rib bone out what kind of ribs you eating mcribs oh i don't know yeah i, I just don't know People are fucking wackos. Most of them are actors. Anyway, I just I just wanted to bring that up, but like it just reminds me of that scene from there's a movie, famous Wayne's Brothers movie called "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker" that I used to watch when I was like very little and shouldn't have been watching it. And there's a part where Chris Rock, I think it's Chris Rock, he walks into this like uh, barbecue joint and he's like, "Can I just get one rib?" And the guy's like, "One rib?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, just give me like one rib. How much is that? Like five cents?" And he's like, "Sure." And he's like, "Can I get like a soda?" He's like, yeah, it's like fifty cents. He's like, well, I brought my own cup. And he's like, man, you, why are you such a cheap son of a bitch? And then he like pulls out like a wad of one hundreds. And he's like, can you break a hundred? And the guy's like, get the fuck out of here. So I just picture Chris Rock being like, can I just have one rib? Yeah, it's real. I gotta fun. say, I I know it's on the fence of maybe being offensive, but your your Chris Rock imp- impersonation needs some work. Okay, here's my new Chris Rock impression. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the next fucking Saw movie. Uh, what? He's gonna be in the next Saw movie. Uh, is he is he doing the whole serious acting thing now? I think he's pulling a Jordan Peele on us. He's going from comedy to horror. Oh boy. He's got it's called Spirals and it's uh it's from the Saw universe, which I love Saw. I love all of them. The first one was amazing, but like I'm just a big Lee Wynell head, you know? Lee Wynell is the actor in the first Saw movie. Um, like one of the guys chained to the wall and he's a, he's a famous director. Now he did like the insidious movies. He just did the invisible man. He did upgrade anyway, all amazing movies. I'm tangenting right now, but this is not a podcast about movies guys. This is a podcast about cannibalism. That's why I'm going to tell you the story right now. So (laughs) sorry. I've hijacked this podcast, but let's just get into this. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, now, David, with all this Army Hammer talk in the news and on this podcast currently, you know I was going to be coming with some strange stories soon. That's right, I'm talking about Cannibal. No, not actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf, but I'm talking about a much more sinister person, even though apparently Shia LaBeouf is also a horrible person too. You know about that song? No. Oh, you don't know? There's a there's a song that somebody wrote a couple of years ago called like "Actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf." Oh, I think I do know what you're talking He's about. He's chasing actually. you through the woods. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, we can't make that joke anymore because actors in Hollywood are actual cannibals at this point. 100% cannibals, actually. Yeah, it's a fact. But um, this story takes place back in the USSR as we dive headfirst into the horrifying and absolutely brutal story of Nikolai Dzhomogaliev. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to call him Nikolai D. But luckily, he has a nickname, a.k.a. Metal Fang. Oh, just one singular? No, uh, I'll get into it. You, you'll you'll okay. learn actually. But okay. um, so, um, November fifteenth, nineteen fifty-two, Nikolai D was born in uh, Uznagash, Kazakhstan, being the third of four children. He's he's the the second most famous person after Borat to come out of Kazakhstan, apparently. Seems like it. Did they Sasha Baron Cohen? Like, if he goes to Kazakhstan, like they will shoot on sight. Are you serious? Pretty sure. Did, Pretty sure did, he's like an enemy of state there. Like they want to kill him for like the Borat movies. Oh, good thing I don't think anybody wants to go there anytime soon. I don't mean that if anybody's from Kazakhstan listening. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. But I wonder where <laughs> he, he shot. It. I wonder where he shot all that like footage though. It must be like in a neighboring country or something like that. Yeah, but. So he was three out of four children, um, the third. Uh, Nikolai had a pretty normal childhood and did decent in school, but would get in the occasional fight with other children, resulting in the knocking out of his two front permanent teeth. Mm. Oof. Those Oof. you can't get back. No, 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 no. You can't. You, unless you pull Mr. Wilson and slide some fucking giant chiclets in that shit. Come oh, on, Mr. Man, Wilson. I know. I remember Mr. Wilson. You... Hey, you know, we are talking about horrible movies that, um, okay, maybe not horrible movies, but I recently discovered the movie, um, oh, shit, now I'm going to blank on what it's called. Oh, Is great. it Murder Ball? Oh, my God. The 70s one or the newer one? The newer one that I think came out in 2012 with LL Cool J. Because oh that my is God. on, I think it's on HBO Max now, and I really want to watch it. Because I watched it when I was 12, which I shouldn't have watched it when I was 12. Dude, I've watched uh, both of them. There's two? Yeah, there's a 70s version, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh my God, those movies are like, what a fucking concept, man. There was so much shit going on in like the mid, the, the 2000s, 2010s. There's like yeah. getting so away edgy. with making any movie. Um, So, instead of getting replacements traditionally made of plastic or acrylic resin, he was fitted with dentures made of white metal. Sounds heavy. I can't figure out if they were full-on dentures or, like, replacement teeth or a bridge or what the hell was going on. Because if they were dentures, that means that he had to get, like, the rest of his teeth pulled. Which is fucking crazy, but that's yeah, some probably like, not. That's some like nineteen late nineteen sixties, early seventies shit. Like, I don't know. I feel like they would just like rip out all your teeth in the USSR and just give you new metal teeth. I mean, True. it's like James Bond movie. Jeez. So in nineteen seventy, at age eighteen, he was enlisted in the Soviet Army, serving in chemical defense, which meant, I guess, um, assessing radiological and chemical environments and protecting units against possible ke- chemical contamination. Which we all know in the you know USSR that was an issue still probably. Yeah. Um. So this would be part of the story where he would. Uh, we would think he would become a superhero 
if he didn't, you know, choose to turn into a horrible cannibal because being around that much radiation, um, it, it's always, it's really, the really good. You turn into Hulk or yeah. really bad. I just love that scene from family guy where Adam West rolls around in the toxic waste and he comes back and the guy goes, he goes, do I have superpowers? And he goes, you have lymphoma. <laughs> It's like so fucked up, but it's very funny. So, um, but yeah, he was big on his... family guy fans <laughs> over here. Stewie, what a hoot. Huh? I, I can't a wait talking to talking baby. I can't wait to get a big Stewie at the fair. <laughs> I love a big Stewie. You already have five big Stewies at home. That's a national stuffed animal for the fair. Yeah, like that's like the hot seller. Yeah, uh, everybody wants a. You go to any fair, you're gonna find a Stewie, what multiple a big Stewies, Stewie. big Stewie. So, after he left the military, he began to see the possibilities for his future uh, were endless. First, he tried to go to university, but that ended up not working out. Along with his fallback plan of becoming a chauffeur, which is a pretty big jump. He's like, I'm gonna go to college, and then they're like, Oh, good. And then he's like, oh, I don't think college is for me. I'm gonna be a driver. And you're like. Driver's a great profession, but I was like, one's it you use your brain a lot, and the other one you, from a from a fellow driver, I don't use my brain at all. Just I've I use... I usually like blink and then I'm at my destination. I don't remember <laughs> any of it. Why is my car makes a weird sound though when I drive? It sounds like, oh oh, I'm stuck under here. I'm stuck under the car. Did you did you run over Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Because that's all that I heard. Oh, I'm, I'm oh. stuck under the car. <laughs> hey, can you slow down a little bit? I'm oh, under here. Oh, oh you do a good Mickey. Oh, okay. There we go. I got one. There we go. You got one. And the irony so, is I don't think I've ever seen a Mickey Mouse movie. I don't think I have either. He's just there. It is weird how they, they don't really put him in movies. No, I mean Fantasia, but he doesn't even talk in that. Yeah. Well, just a hat running around. I guess they have TV Rooms. shows. I think. No, I think they do now for like the chi- for the children. Do it for the children. For yeah, the children. We, we all know what he sounds like, and like I feel like we've all seen like, yeah. For we all know what Goofy sounds like and Donald yeah. Duck, but like I barely see him in shit. Oh, anyway. Goof the Goofy movie that was a big one. Oh fuck, Goofy movie was really good. I take that back. You're right. I love Goofy. There's movie. no Mickey movie. There isn't. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, mentally lost because he couldn't go to college and he couldn't be a driver or a chauffeur, Nikolai descended to uh, get physically lost as well by traveling to the Soviet Union, visiting the Ural Mountains, Siberia, and Murmansk, which seems like that's where just mermaids go. But um, when he went there, he tried a number of different professions along the way, including forwarder i'm guessing that's not a basketball player no electrician also not a basketball player (laughs) bulldozer yeah that could be bulldozer operator but yeah that might be it that might be it and my personal favorite david yeah sailor oh sexy oh how many how many good uh how many good shanties did he? What, what are they called again? What, what, what's the hot thing right now on the internet? Everybody likes yes, sea shanties. Sea shanties, yeah. Elon Musk posted about that. Yeah, that's how did, hot it is. Did you see that? Yeah. So 
Um, I, I am see- in that group chat. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> so so um, after his days of missing his old maiden in the white sands of England, in 1977, he returned to uh, his hometown, Uznagash, in Kazakhstan, to take a job as a firefighter. There seems to be like very a lot little... Of op- well, there's a lot of open work here, huh? Like you can just be whatever the fuck you want. Seriously, I just I was gonna say like in a, an electrician in the states is like you have to go to school for like five years. I know because like my my dad and brother are electricians, and this guy for seven years was a forwarder, electrician, bulldoze operator, and sailor and firefighter. See, I that we should go back to the old days where if you want to be an electrician, go for it. Go be an electrician until you zap yourself. Exactly. Then new one, go. put a new get, one up there. Get a new one. Next one up, bud. <laughs> so so since Nikolai was a hunk firefighter now and always seemed to be well-dressed and clean-shaven, he apparently slept with a good number of women. Hey, ooh. <laughs> I bet he They love that metal teeth. I bet he added that to his biography. Um, but the reason I tell you this is because that's when he would contract both syphilis and trichomonasis in the same year i don't know trichomonasis is but like uh google it it's i did it's it's like it's caused by like a parasite it causes like rashes you you're covered in rash right i probably have it you might have it but um it's it's kind of one of those ones that just like you know obviously the big hitter here is syphilis we all know what happened to al capone went to uh uh, Alcatraz had syphilis, went crazy, started talking to the ghosts of people he killed, and uh, ate away his brain, made him Swiss cheese. So yeah, that's just and his what his nose was gone. Oh, was his nose gone? No, but sometimes you lose your nose from the old syphilis. I yeah, I'm not surprised. It's it it's crazy. That shit's nuts. Do we have a cure for that? We have yeah. to. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. Well, you you need to get like scabs all over yourself and open wounds, and that's why they uh, your your hair falls out and you get giant wounds and lacerations on the top of your head, and that's we talked about this before, but that's what led to the old English. Uh, why are like, you reading the medical of, bill of powdered wigs? Oh, that's right. Everybody had yeah. syphilis and they powdered themselves up. I was gonna say, yep. how do you know so much about this, David? You're scaring me. Yeah, and their noses, their nose, having a big nose was a good thing because back then nobody had a nose. <laughs> so, the bigger the better, girls who want to get a nose job. We like it, Sarah Jessica Parker. Keep it, please. Keep it up, honey. So, so, or get rid of it. Whatever you want, it's fine. So. This caused a deep hatred for women for Nikolai that would forever follow him for the rest of his life. Uh, it takes two to tango, Nikolai, okay? You did the sideways hokey pokey, and you didn't wrap it. So, uh, shame on you. Um, so, for two years, he suffered from his illness, and in those two years, Nikolai's mind began to change and warp from the side effects of the illness. See, with the combination of Nikolai's hatred for women, syphilis brain, and possible born inclination to want to kill, Nikolai D. planned his first murder. Okay, this is where it gets a little crazy, dude. So, in January of 1979, 
Nikolai killed a young woman walking on the side of a rural road. This is his detailed confession of the crime once he was apprehended. And I have to say, before you continue, if you do not want to hear this, you might want to skip forward, you know, hit that little 30 second thing forward like two or two times, three times, because I'm going to read it. It's like a paragraph long and it is very graphic. So where, where is this button you're talking about? It's on the it's on the podcast. You, how do I how do I skip all of your you? You get to listen, buddy. Oh, so here we go. It, but it, it really explains like what he's capable of, and really paints a picture of like what a monster is. So I definitely right. I feel like I should read this. So <clears throat> he says, "I always loved to hunt and often went hunting, but this was my first time hunting a woman. When I went out on the Uzin Agak Malubak track." I saw some young peasant woman. She was alone. I felt my heart pound within me, and I ran after her. Hearing my footsteps, she turned around, but I caught up with her and put my arm around her neck and dragged her to the side of the landfill. She resisted, but I cut her throat with a knife. Then I drank her blood. At this point from the village appeared a factory bus. I lay down on the ground and crouched next to the body. While I was lying there, my hands grew cold. After the bus drove past, I warmed my hands on the woman's body, then stripped her naked. I cut the corpse breasts into strips, removed the ovaries, and separated the pelvis and hips. I then put these pieces into a backpack and carried them home. I melted the fat to fry with them, and some parts I pickled. Once, I put the parts through a meat grinder and made dumplings. I saved the meat for myself. I never served it to anyone else. Twice, I grilled parts, the heart and the kidneys. Grilled meat, too, but it was tough, and I had to cook it for a long time uh, in its own fat. The meat of this woman took me a month to eat. The first time I ate human flesh, I had to force myself, but then I got used to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's, it's <laughs> I didn't like any of that. <laughs> You know what's weird? It didn't seem like Nikolai uh, really did either. I mean, he obviously no. did. But that last line when he said, uh, I had to force myself, but then I got used to it, is kind yeah. of proof that it was less about the cannibalism and more about the psychological things surrounding cannibalism or consuming a person or murdering a person. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it's it's so disturbing, and I I apologize for having to read that, and we don't take that lightly because somebody lost their life. I tried to find her name. I tried to find all of his victims' names, but I just can't find them anywhere. Like what year the, is it again? It was nineteen seventy. Oh, oh, so this is in the seventies. No, seventy nine, okay. seventy nine. Oh shit! So that's really not even that long ago. Oh, dude, he did it up until. Well, I mean, we'll keep we'll going. F- we'll find out, huh? Yeah, exactly. Spoiler. So. Just days later, the body of the woman was discovered, and a criminal case was opened, but the investigation did not lead to the killer's capture, eventually leading to the case's closure, which is just horrifying and sad. And, like, you know, if you were that woman's family, you would yep. want justice. But that's the problem with, like, these really rural parts of Russia where people get killed like that, especially in 79. I just watched that uh, the Yorkshire Ripper documentary, and unless they left, like, a footprint or, like, blood or 
like they couldn't even run blood through a you know they could just check what type of blood it was or what type of saliva it was not like you were in a database yet they're just like this guy has type a blood and you're like that's not even a lot of proof so yeah it's fucking like what one out of five options oh my god yeah exactly you have to get so lucky back then just to catch somebody it was like somebody had to just be like i think it's him and they go to the house and find a severed head on his table and they're like yep i think it's him so nikolai would go on to murder five more women over the following six months craziness but on August 21st of 1979, he publicly shot a firefighter colleague during a drunken fight. Unaware of the serial killings, the police arrested Nikolai for manslaughter, but he was found not guilty by reason of insanity after he was diagnosed with schizophrenia at Moscow's uh, Ser- Serbsky's Institute. And in less than a year, he was released where he would return to his hometown and killed three more women serving their flesh to unexpecting friends, unsuspecting oh, friends. Oh, so now, he, now he's serving it out. Yeah, I don't know. Now he's I'm, cooking. Yeah, so just to get the story straight, after he killed that first person, six months, he killed a woman a month, basically, got yeah. caught, not for the murders, but for shooting his buddy firefighter in a drunken fight, um, he went to a mental institution for a little bit for schizophrenia, got out, killed three more women, and then started feeding flesh to other people. Like, yeah, that would suck. This, <laughs> think you're going over for a nice dinner, and then find out that you're eating not the dog, but you're eating the neighbor, and then you have to sit back and say, "Damn, that was actually good, though." This not dog. <laughs> he's like, he's like. He puts the meat on the table. He's like, you got to force yourself to like it. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a, a great dinner. I love it's, this It's going to be one of these dinners, huh? It's real good. So, yeah, uh, like an absolute horrible, like, and it's hard to even, I don't even, like I mentioned earlier, I don't know if it's it's his cephalic brain or if it's his, like, um, you know, nature versus nurture where he was born with this inclination to kill. It was, if it was his childhood, like if it was his hatred for women, which I, it's just like so crazy. And I don't know like what to blame this on. Cause I don't want to blame it on one disease when he's just like a monster. It's like, it kind of yeah. gives him a, a, an out and I don't, you know, so, but we'll keep going. So Nikolai's, this is where it's fucking nuts. Nikolai's ninth murder was the one that led to his capture. He invited some friends and their girlfriends to his home while in the next room with one of his friend's girlfriends, he took out a hatchet and quickly ended her life, beginning the process of dismemberment while the remaining three friends were in the next room. How is that not loud? I don't know. That's why I said like quickly, because he must have just been like, boom, chip. Boom, back of the head, boom, neck or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, it must have been so fast. I don't really know, but... So, when the other guests came looking for them, they were able to peek through the door and see a naked Nikolai covered in blood dismembering their friend. That's a sight for sore eyes. That is something... That's a shitty Christmas morning. That's something. So... They immediately fled in horror, which is like another very complicated thing. I don't blame anybody in this situation, but you have to understand that like 
one of the guys out there, that was his girlfriend on the floor, dead, chopped up into pieces, and he fled. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. No, exactly. I don't blame him, but like, I think a lot of people would go, well, I'd go in and fucking kill him. And I'm like, it's very easy to say stuff like that when you're not in the situation. Your heart's not racing. You don't see a man covered in blood, like with a hatchet. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it doesn't I, seem like a fair fight to me. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, he has nothing to lose. He doesn't care about killing people. Like, yeah. he'll he'll end you real quick. So they immediately fled in horror from the house and reported it to the police. Now listen to this. The arriving policeman caught the cannibal on his knees, smeared in blood like he was. But the police were so shocked at what they found that Nikolai was able to escape out a window. Naked. Oh, he's so slippery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> naked, covered in blood, and still wielding the hatchet. He's just so damn slippery, all that blood everywhere. I can't get a grip on him. Obviously, these cops had they they ain't big city cops where they see the 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 occasional schmiegel covered in blood with a hatchet. Because oh I, like who who how do you as a police officer how do you walk into a room and go? Whoa. I mean, I, okay, that's fair. Anybody would do that. Yeah, for sure. But like, you don't stop the guy. That would be like my first thing. I would be like, oh, I would have shot him so fucking fast. Oh my god, I would have been like, there's a snake in my boot. Crack, 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 crack. That's me shooting my gun. Never oh, shot a yeah. gun. I assume it makes a crack sound, right? Yeah, you got. You gotta say your catchphrase before pulling it out. You know? <laughs> What's yours? I stole mine from um, Woody, but um, I don't. I don't have one. I, I oh. sneeze. I sneeze every time. I always go. <laughs> I, just that's I, how, I have to force myself to sneeze, and then I can get my gun out. That's how he was able to escape. You closed your eyes, or can you sneeze with your eyes open? It'd pop your eyes out. It's true. Then, oh, then, then that's a really unfair fight. Yeah. You're looking at the ground. He's probably chopping off your swinging eyeballs. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not not a fun time. So he fled to the mountains out that window, but was tracked down and taken into custody the next day. So thank God they actually, you know, were able to uh, do something about their, uh, they're letting a naked bloodied man with a hatchet run around the town for a night. So less than a year later, Nikolai went on trial and was charged with seven of the nine murders. But since he had previously been diagnosed with schizophrenia, he was again declared insane and remanded to a special treatment center where he spent the next eight years. Um, and this always kind of pisses me off. He claimed he, uh, I mean, obviously we know he's crazy, but he claimed that he was trying to rid the world of prostitutes, even though most, if not all, were not <laughs> prostitutes. Yeah, and got it, all confused. It's very similar with Jack the Ripper, the Yorkshire Ripper. Like, it's just like a very common trope where these serial killers go. I I read like a little side article of these serial killers who killed women, and a lot of them were either impotent, um, sexually frustrated, virgins. And I'm not saying that like anybody who who has any of that is going to become a serial killer, but you could just tell that like these guys were angry about a certain situation involving their sex life, and then they began to kill these prostitutes who 
were women who had sex often, and I believe that they're just jealous to a certain extent, and they're like, I'm ridding the world of prostitutes. I'm like, you're not doing anything. Stop pretending like you're crazy to try to like get these people you're probably most likely jealous of or envious of, or you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a weird psychological thing, but I don't even know if I'm I'm hitting the nail on the head with this. This is just my take on it. Yeah. So, so eight years later, in 1989, he put in a request to transfer to another facility. But during his transport, however, he escaped. Again, slippery bastard. Cover him in uh, some some schmuckers, and uh, he slipped. What was the was it was it tar? What was the stuff they put in the kid's hand and uh, little giants? Oh my god, I love a little giants reference. Um, love that. Love yeah, those they, movies. They put they put pine tar on his hand so he would catch the ball, and he's is just going back and forth, and he's like clapping, and he sticks him to his chest, and the ball hits him <laughs> in the head. What? Uh, what's uh, <sighs> what's the fucking spiky haired kid's name? Sp- Spike? Spike. Oh, <laughs> Spike! Don't play with girls. The icebox, baby. Yeah, the ice. I was about to say the icebox, dude. Oh man, Rick Moranis, Ed O'Neill, what a cast! Remember when that yeah. go kart raced? Oh, so fun. Oh, so fun. So that was just, fun. That was fun for the whole family. Or when the oh. fat kid gets tackled and he has the PB and J in his helmet and they take it away from him and he goes, <laughs> "My mom made that." Or when they put was that the, the kid that was wearing the Darth Vader helmet in practice? No, I think that was the nerdy kid who they wrapped in bubble wrap and like pushed him into a, like a light post. He blew that big bubble of snot. Yeah, I think so. God, that movie's good. Anyway, where that kid is? Uh, he was in a lot of stuff back. Oh, then. he got ate by Nikolai. Oh, he was all bones though, so uh, <laughs> not a lot of meat on them. That works with metal teeth. So, so, so like I said, uh, he escaped. Slipped through a dime-sized hole in the back of the car like a mouse. Um, and he disappeared into thin air, which is like the most terrifying shit you could ever think of. A, a guy who murdered nine women and cannibalized them just escaped. Like, those guys lost their fucking jobs, right? Those are the same guys who were electricians, sailors, and bulldozer operators before they became police officers. Yeah. <laughs> so. And they're going to go back to doing that shit. <laughs> now, now they're grave diggers. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so uh, where he actually was, though, was hiding in the mountains of Kyrgyzstan, uh, where for the next two years he collected medical plants and bartered them for food with the local population. Now, what's a medical plant? Was he selling um, weed? <laughs> medical plant? Yeah. Well, you make aspirin out of willow tree bark. I was going to say, I agree with that. Is a tree a plant? Why not? Yeah, I guess. I just never called If it ain't, it is now. I uh, I just called tinier things plants. That's a plant. That's a tree. That's a mountain. You're welcome. Tr- That's a nature. Is a tree a plant? <laughs> Take notes, guys. Tree, uh, tree, tree. Trees are all plants combined into one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's true. It's just like a big stem. With the no. even bigger <laughs> leaves and a steaming and uh and chlorophyll. Don't get yeah, me there started are on trees. chlorophyll. Every tree has every plant in it. Whoa. It's pretty cool. He learned it here. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Just it's like true. you guys know. 
Absolute so, powerhouse. So, <laughs> the ice box of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that kid that was throwing paper towels into the... Oh, into yeah. The, uh, oh, the, no, 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 no. Toilet paper rolls. Was it toilet paper? I yeah. The, he's the quarterback guy, right? I mean, obviously, he can sling a pigskin if he can toss those TP rolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, same same exact thing aerodynamically. I Until they found Aaron Rodgers. They found him <laughs> at a Charmin plant. <laughs> Ooh, which is a tree. It is, yeah. <laughs> a Charmin tree. <laughs> he's, in a, he's like a fucking little keyboard elf just making toilet paper in the tree. Hell yeah. So, like I was saying. Like um, you were saying, just my, get it. Get it out. <laughs> My boy Nikolai selling weed to the locals. So, with each passing day, he became more and more paranoid that he would get caught until he came up with a plan to throw cops off his scent with a diversion. The scent was tuna can juice. Um, but Nikolai ended up writing a letter to a friend and asked another acquaintance to mail the letter from Moscow for him. So if that's kind of confusing, he it's like if I wrote if I was on the run, David, I wrote a letter to you and then I gave it to Katie and I said, go send this letter from San Francisco. So it was postmarked from San Francisco. So when you got the letter, you were like, what the fuck? And then they traced it back to San Francisco, but I'm not there. So he just tried to, like, freak everybody out. And in the letter he sent to his friend, he told of his time in Moscow, where he was fakely being. Uh, He taunted the police in Moscow and even ended the letter with, Now I will return soon. There are a lot of beautiful women here. No one will notice their loss. So. (laughs) so, David, you're not even paying attention to me. Get off your phone. I'm not on my phone. I'm I'm I've got a a little grippy guy. Why are you playing with a grip thing? I'm working on my forearms. (laughs) (laughs) To strangle women with gross fucking ass. You just keep talking about strangling people, so I'm getting into it. So, so, so his plan actually worked as rumors around the capital began to spread and the population began to panic. But the rumors were quickly put to rest by the police, refuting the true nature of the letter, which is a, a bold move by police because they were like, he's not here in Moscow. But they didn't actually fucking know that. They were just yeah. like, uh, you got, they just wanted to basically calm like the general population. And they go, you guys, we found out he's not actually here. And they're like, oh, okay. And then he's like, wait, like he might be here, but they just got like really lucky, which is <laughs> yeah. insane. So after those two years in the mountains, Nikolai got tired of being on the run and devised a plan to get himself arrested for a minor crime and sent to jail under a false identity, which is a really weird thing to do. He wanted to go to jail, but not for murdering nine people. He's like, I want to go to jail for, you know, a year for like a minor crime. Maybe it's just so like he could rest, you know, because he's because the prison food reminded him of the cannibalism. Oh, probably right. Hot dog casserole. <laughs> couple Some toes, more of that slop. A couple toes fall off in the bed. You just shake <laughs> out the sheet, throw them in a nice Tupperware Pyrex. Mm-hmm. Noodle cheese. Soak them in the soy sauce overnight. <laughs> the diabetes already make the toe salty. Get a good crunch. I got all these salt in my toes. I don't know what to do with it. So, 
Um, like I said, he wanted to be sent to jail under false identity. And the plan you asked, David, you know, just a typical plan. The typical steal a sheep from a local farm and pretend you're Chinese plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I know that a, one. I usually try to do that every April Fool's. I go to my local farm. Um, I usually get caught stealing the sheep, and the guy, the sheep, and the guy goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "Sir, I'm sorry, I'm Chinese." And he goes, "Oh, okay." <laughs> oh, okay, then, okay. Take the take the sheep. We get it. Go, I just, go. I usually just get a, a a day in the old slammer. So <laughs> the police, of course, he got caught, and the police uh, of Fergana, uh, where he stole the sheep, were confused how a Chinese man just popped up in Uzbekistan with. Uh, Without recalling how he arrived there, he couldn't. He couldn't tell them how he got to Uzbekistan from China. So they called Moscow. Did he, oh, did he look Chinese? I'm so. What? So here's the thing. Or is he just saying like I I don't look Chinese, but I'm from China? So here's the thing. I I don't want to speak on behalf of the entire country, but growing up, I did know a kid named Paul. I think his name was. Yeah. He had a crazy last name, so we just called him Paul. He was a couple years younger than me. But I always assumed he was Asian, and one day he was like, I'm like, oh, Paul, what's your last name? Because I didn't know him that well. And he's like, oh, my last name's like, and he just said this like long Russian word. And I was like, oh, is that Russian? And he goes, yeah, I'm Russian. And I was like, oh, I thought you were like Asian. And he goes, no, but like it makes sense because it, they border each other. Yeah. Or Mongolia and like, you know what I mean? So like certain parts of Russia, because Russia is so big, there are certain parts of Russia where people do look Chinese or yeah. Mongolian or something. You know what I mean? And uh, well, it's like I could have been born in China and lived China my whole life, and I'd be Chinese. But yeah, I'm but white. <laughs> I think this guy. <laughs> You're right, David. You're right. I can't wait for you to fill out your college application and them to be completely dumbstruck when you show up. <laughs> As you slip them a tiny red envelope under the table and say, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Chinese. And I'm Chinese. And the guy goes, sir, there's $1 in here. And you go, that's enough. <laughs> you let me into college. You know what I'm talking about? The, the, in kindergarten, we got the, for Chinese New Year, we all got a red envelope from, I'm not going to lie, the one Chinese kid in our class. And his mom brought in the Chinese, it's like a good luck envelope. And it's filled with all of them had one dollar in it, so we all got one dollar, and it was like the best day of my fucking life. I it's, was unaware of that. Uh, I don't that know part of their culture. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's like a. What if she? What if she was just fucking with all of you and just made that up? <laughs> I, I'm still a dollar up, baby. <laughs> Jokes on her. She could fuck with me. What if it's counterfeit? And she's hey, just David, trying to all the kids. You should arrested. fuck with me more. Just send me money. <laughs> Yeah. I, I hate it when you do that. Yeah, I know. My family has a habit of that, I guess. <laughs> prank, prank me so good. <laughs> so, like I said, moving on, David. Um, they called Moscow for more information because they're like, how does this Chinese guy get here? He doesn't know how he got here. Let's call him the big shots. And when the Moscow police showed up, they immediately recognized Nikolai and placed him right back into the mental hospital. He's like, I know that Chinese guy. Come here. Come here. Say one word in Chinese. He's like, mm, I'm mute too. <laughs> so, so he just slides him a red envelope. Yeah. So 
<laughs> After the fall of the USSR, the hospital declared him sane and attempted to send him back to his hometown repeatedly. Like, you could tell that, like, the USSR probably, like, funded these, like, mental hospitals. And then once it fell, they were like, um, yeah, we're probably not going to fund those anymore. Just like kind of what happened in America with Reagan. Is it Reagan? Yeah, sure. Sure. But they closed all the mental hospitals, I'm guessing. And eventually yeah. he was moved. Uh, so after they they tried to send him back to his hometown, and his hometown kept going, do not fucking send him back here. They tried to do <laughs> it like – Return to sender. Yeah, they tried to do it like three or four times. And, they're, and he's like, if you fucking send him here, like we're going to like sue your ass. So eventually he was moved to a high-security mental clinic in Aktas, a village near Almaty – that, yeah, that, we that all know where that is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All my Russians, uh, where he remains today and is allowed to work as a David. What does he do now? Well, he a plant doctor. <laughs> no, he's a repair man. Oh, okay. Repair man, 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 man. That's an all that joke for you. Um, but. Yeah, so this guy's done a lot of cool jobs. Wait, is this Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs? Where's he at? I don't know, but I love Mike Rowe. He has a podcast. It's really good. Of course he does. It's called The Way I Heard It, I believe. It's very good. So could see him, you know, doing all the all the heavy lifting, editing. Oh yeah. Oh, he's done it all, baby. He also throws a big pile of pig shit on that laptop and he's like i'm not living my life unless i'm surrounded by pig shit and then he's like <laughs> you know he's you know does that so yeah. i think he lives in san francisco now too by the way because somebody called him out and they're like because uh, yeah. i saw like a thing on reddit a while ago and they're like micro you're a faker like you claim to be like a normal uh white collar uh i mean uh blue collar worker and then you just like live in your big mansion and then he's like he showed like his house and he's like i have craft mac and cheese in my cupboard i'm not even kidding he like brought out a box of craft mac and cheese he's like i eat this and everyone's like oh okay he seems pretty cool again so there's <laughs> oh, like he's eating at the dollar store like us it's okay <laughs> there's like everybody just wants everybody else to be as poor as them so yeah <laughs> so it's only um, fair it's true. So Nikolai petitioned unsuccessfully to be given the death penalty. So the boy wanted to die during his third institution, uh, into institutionalization. And in 2014, he was charged with the 1990 murder of a female student in Western Kazakhstan whose uh, death fit Nikolai's MO. So now he's racked up to 10. They found like a, you know, a, a, an old murder and they're like, yeah, this was you. And he's like, uh, oops. So, I mean, I'm glad they closed that cold case, but, um, this bears the question. How many people did Nikolai actually kill and possibly consume? We still don't know to this day, but one thing is for sure. If he were ever to be released, he would surely kill again. And next time he might not get so tired and turn himself in. And that's my story of the cannibal guy. And I'm very sorry you guys had to listen to that that graphic stuff. But I'm going to be honest. When I listen to other podcasts who talk about horrible true crime stuff, and I'm listening to it and not having to say it out loud, I'm like, oh, come on, say it. But it's you feel worse when, you, when you're saying it, you know? 
Yeah. So uh, I got a quick question. Did you ever say what year he was born? Uh, he was born in '52. Okay. So he, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He's just like Swiss cheese brain, repairing the same watch since the '70s. <laughs> he's just like, breaking it to fix it again. <laughs> break it and fix it again. It's a Tamagotchi. It's not even a watch. <laughs> he's like time it, right. Look at it. It's in, it's in a nice egg. <laughs> I overfed him and I killed him. <laughs> oh no! They're like, oh, just reset it. It's okay. But uh, here, here's a paper clip. Don't give him a paper clip. <laughs> he killed the entire ward. <laughs> so, um, drank him through a straw. But uh, basically, yeah, that's the story of this Nikolai guy, and it's just like completely horrific and terrible and a really gross story. But you know what? Those are the stories you guys sometimes like. And if you didn't like this one, I apologize. But uh, it's all right. I got a heart warmer. I got a heart warming story over here. There we go. Now we got a we got a soft ending for you. So, uh, David, yeah. tell us about your story. All right, Tobin. Guess what? Chicken butt. Chicken oh, anus shit. in a fleshlight. Whoa. Hey-o. No, I'm, 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 I'm back TM. on my bullshit tonight. Um, because we're going to talk about. A state's most famous sexy monster. Oh, shit, boy. Now, holy shit, this one is a powerhouse of sexiness. The icebox. <laughs> Spike don't play with monsters. <laughs> so, uh, this monster will take us all the way to Enfield, Illinois. So, uh, pack your bags, wear your Sunday's best, and uh, we're going to take a trip to meet the Enfield Horror. Did... <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't cover this, did I? I don't know, did you? I don't know, did I? I don't know, did you? I can't remember. Let me Google did, it. Did you? Wait, but David, I want to hear your version of this monster. Wait, 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 let me see. Einfield, that's a motorcycle monster. Oh, maybe I didn't. All right, then don't read about it. No, no, no. I Oh, shit. I don't remember. Because there's so many monsters, like, we talk about on this podcast that I come across and I, like, bookmark and I go, that seems oh, yeah. like one for later. But I don't think I talked about this. I'm, okay. I don't know. Let's get into we, it. One of these days, we need to just sit down and, like, compile a list of shit we've done. Because I honestly, could, I don't remember anymore. And half the time I'm writing, I'm like, fuck, did we talk about this? I get so fucking scared. Because you mentioned some shit so much. Like, Nessie and, like, other yeah. monsters. I'm like, did he do this already? But let's let do it. All right. So not much is provided about this monster. Except for some great firsthand encounters, which... Isn't always the typical, but I'm excited about it. Cause, you know, typically it's, you know, you just talk about like what they're like and stuff, but it's it's not often that you get like a good story behind it. I always try to find like a good firsthand story, like Pigman. Yeah. Remember Pigman with like yeah with the kids in the I am Pigman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Tim and Eric thing. Yeah. Oink oink. oink oink oink. Damn him and Jessica Alba, what a power couple. <laughs> So during the early 1970s, whoa! So yeah, thought that was interesting, huh? Huh. Uh, something sexy as Almighty Hell started stalking the people of Enfield, and although Illinois is uh, home of many classic bizarre things like the strange lights, phantom black panthers, and the Thunderbirds, a new beast walked into the town and took everybody's hearts as the state's new favorite monster. Ooh. 
Hit their literal hearts? Oh, yeah. Oh, Ripped shit. them clean out. Hit. So on April 25th, 1973, a man named Henry McDaniel uh, was the one, you know, that got all this firsthand encounters with the monster. And it was around 930 of the 25th when uh, Henry and his wife had returned from a charity for children with no tongues as they were greeted by their own children who had tongues. Um, Wait, I can't even fucking tell if you're joking anymore. Are you serious? The kids proceeded to tell their parents uh, with their tongues, mind you, about this thing that they had tried that, that that had tried to get into the house by scratching at the door. Uh, I was joking about the whole tongue thing. Oh, my uh, God. I was like, that's, <laughs> there's so many charities now and so many diseases that I don't know about. It might be tongueless. It better not have been a dinner they went to. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I was saying, uh, so the kids were telling about how something was scratching at the door trying to get in, which, like in a Hollywood movie, naturally, the same scratching started to sound from the door behind Henry. Oh, fuck. Henry spun around, but relaxed when he assumed it was just a stray cat or a dog. But we all know. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say this. A visible dog? The dog was trying to get out of the house the whole time. (laughs) You don't messed up. You locked the dog inside with you. (laughs) You can't see it. No, so uh, I wouldn't be telling you the story if it was a simple dog or cat. Um, so Henry went to the door, swung it open, only to find a young spider monkey. That's right. Wait. This story is of Tom Tom, the monkey babysitter. <laughs> David! What are you talking about? So Henry reached down to pick up the small spider, realizing, or not small spider, spider monkey, uh, realizing it was cold and scared. Uh, But when he noticed, when he picked him up, he noticed that the monkey was holding a very old looking locket. When Henry reached for the necklace, Tom Tom screamed and ran to the kids. It was almost immediately that Tom Tom gained a deep connection with the children, which gave Henry the idea that Tom Tom could be the babysitter. So... So he talked about an interview with People's Magazine saying that he obviously didn't think the small spider monkey would have the ability to take care of the two children, but he figured the monkey would become such a distraction for the kids that they wouldn't be able to get themselves into any trouble with Tom Tom around. That is like the most negligent fucking logic I've ever heard. Imagine, imagine fucking getting like a, a stray dog and then being like, well, we thought the dog would be like fun for the kids to be around when we're not home because it'll distract the kids enough where they won't burn down the house or choke on any food. It's yeah, like, I, what it's the foolproof. fuck? Makes, makes sense. So why do you have a fucking locket? So, oh, <laughs> uh, so later that night, Henry took Tom Tom outside to test his temperament by blasting a shotgun next to Tom Tom's head. Now, if you haven't figured it out yet, uh, this is not a monkey story as much as I wish it was. Wait, uh, wait, wait. I know you all wish it was, Dude, but I'm... Tom Tom was a fake monkey, uh, as far as I'm aware. Uh, so I'll collect myself and get back to the monster at hand. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you? 
You need to go back. Yeah. And tell me what is real and what is not <laughs> real in this story because you're fucking me up, man. All right, recap. Uh, kids said there was a thing scratching at the door after the parents got home. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the scratching started back up, uh, Papa went to go take a peek. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that again. What? Don't say Papa went to take a peek. <laughs> I don't like that. So what Henry found to his terror was a creature that had three legs on it, a short body, two little short arms, two pink eyes as big as flashlights. Henry said it stood up four and a half feet tall and was a grayish color and it was trying to get in the house. So Tobin, what were you doing scratching on a stranger's door in the middle of Illinois? Fritos. <laughs> Fritos. You got the chili ones in there. You got the chili not uh what's it called? The fucking uh not the chili. Yeah, is it chili? Yeah, oh yeah. Chili Chili Fritos? Chili cheese? Chili uh, cheese Fritos, Fritos yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Einfield want chili cheese Fritos. <laughs> Papa so, wanna peek. <laughs> Papa wanna peek. Papa peek in my bag of chili Fritos. So Henry was completely disgusted uh, in his sexual thoughts thinking about that third <laughs> leg and uh, controlled his temptations and slammed the door and ran to go grab his twenty two pistol and flashlight. And okay, flashlight. I get it. I get it. Uh, the monster's not very big, but you're going to need more than like a twenty two pistol to kill something. Like I said, I've never shot a gun, David, and I'm not against shooting a gun. I would love to shoot a gun at a range, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know what the twenty two pistol looks like, but that flashlight will that yeah. help control his urges if he has the chicken butthole fix on the front? Yeah, that's for him, not the monster. Do you think you get an Einfield butthole monster fix on the front of that? Maybe. Make it a nice gray. Fill it with chili at the back. You know, that's one thing they never say is anything about its mouth or its butthole, so I'm not sure. I fucking hate like this fucking uh liberal media <laughs> where does the butthole stop go when you got cens- three legs stop censoring the news it should be free and, oh, yeah. and uncensored uh-huh so tell me more about this butthole Ah, uh, boy i don't have anything about the butthole oh, but okay. henry I'll proceeded to fire four rounds on the sexy monster and according to him when i fired that first shot oh i know i hit Oh, um, so oh. Papa hit Papa did a big hit um, <laughs> as the sexy monster hissed at him, which sounded like a wild cat and uh, then jumped and bounded across the yard until it was out of sight, lost in the trees. You know, you should be scared when something bounds. Oh, we'll get into its bounding. Oh, books. At- and that <clears throat> after firing the volley of rounds. Henry called the police, and upon a police investigation, the state troopers discovered a series of scratches in the siding of the house and some footprints that were similar to a dog's paw, <laughs> but having six toes instead of four. He's like, uh, the, 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 the cops is like talking to Henry, and he's like, is he still here? He's like, what are you talking about? No, obviously there's nothing around us. And he's like, not the damn monster, the damn dog. I can't see it no more. It's I can been, smell him. <laughs> it's been it's been nuzzling in my crotch. I could feel it. 
It keeps coming in for a real fast and strong sniff. <laughs> I think it undid my zipper. <laughs> <laughs> so two of the tracks were four inches wide, while the the print left behind by the third leg was smaller than the other two. So that's the third leg, a little smaller yeah. one. It's more for yeah, it's for balance and explosiveness when it's leaping. It's for uh, falling off. Many of the police were skeptical uh, of the police the police reports, even though they had received multiple reports of an attack on a small boy thirty minutes before Henry's report, uh, where a small boy was attacked by the unknown creature when it ripped the child's shirt, scratched his arms, and shredded his shoes but the police could not find any evidence of the monster at that attack besides the damage done. Oh, my my monster boy, a sneakerhead. <laughs> he caught him wearing those uh, those Cortezes, and he's like, nah, oh, yeah. that ain't it. Even though, yeah, Cortez is a cool shoe. I like that shoe, though. So. I don't. Why, dude? They are ugly. They look like submarines. They, uh, <laughs> dude, so... you need some high socks and some low pants, some low shorts. <laughs> yeah, khakis. Uh, on May 6th at 3 a.m., Henry came face-to-face with the monster yet again after being woken up by, guess what? The neighbor's invisible dog. Fucking asshole, dog. Looking out the window only to, only to spot the sexy beast once again. This time, Henry did not engage and watched from a distance with his flashlight. And the monster <laughs> walked around until getting bored and sprung into the night. Mmm. Wait, so, Henry sprung. Oh, he he thought sprung off. So we got Henry springing at him. We got the monster bounding at him. Who <laughs> gonna win this one? It's like a Beyblade. <laughs> no, it, the monster was the one that got bored and sprung into the night. Oh, okay, sorry. Henry okay. wasn't just sitting there watching a fucking terrifying monster like near his house and just goes, ah, yeah, all right, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of man Henry is. He might be a tired man. So once word got out about the monster, the world had to get a taste of the sweet, sweet beast. Mm. And uh, they came a flocking. <laughs> this led to authorities threatening to arrest Henry if he didn't keep his trap shut because he was drawn in too much unwanted attention. So because uh, you know, we've talked about this on other monster stories, uh, how sometimes when these things happen, people come into town and they go, oh, I'm going to shoot and kill this thing. And then your town of, you know, 40 people now has like 300 people and, you know, 260 of them all have guns. And now you got like 45 dead, uh, dead, <laughs> dead children with their ripped up, ripped up shoes. <laughs> you exactly. You uh, 100 dead four foot people. <laughs> So, uh, during the craze, two hunters claimed they saw a gray monkey in the woods, and it's Tom Tom. <laughs> Tom Tom's back, baby! You guys want to look at my watch? And he just hypnotizes you. That's how he gets you. <laughs> he robs you. Steals your Oakleys, you fat tourist. But, yeah, uh, so they did see a gray monkey in the woods, uh, which we all know spider monkeys are black, not gray. Of course we know that. Ace Ventura? Uh, no, that's a capuchin. Fuck me. So uh, now that that's all for Henry and Tom Tom. Now that uh, now it's time we talk about the Saint Vermon creature. Wait, this is a different monster now. Well, there. That's why we're gonna talk about it. Okay. Between the years of 1941 to 42, 
there was a string of sightings similar to our boy in Enfield, which uh, Mountain Vernon, Mountain Vernon, Vernon, is only 40 miles away. The encounters involved a mysterious leaping creature who was terrorizing the local people and was the blame of numerous animal deaths and mutilations in the area. So uh, the beast was described to be a baboon-like creature in appearance and had the ability to leap anywhere between 20 to 40 feet in a single bound. 20 to 40 feet. In one hop, jump and a skip. That's pretty good. I wonder how many feet I could jump. Uh, I would guess not one. <laughs> not after I lose that leg. <laughs> I don't know. I did some long jump back in my day. And by back in my day, I meant sixth grade for one week. So I don't know. I think I'm pretty good. You almost made it to the sand. Yes. It was really hard to do, jump off the diving board right into the empty pool. I don't know what I was oh, trying to say there. Boy, I'm yeah. Fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Please. So many speculated that the Enfield Beast was originally the uh, the Mount Vernon monster. Vernon. Vernon. I don't know how you say it. But uh, they think it was that monster who was driven out from his original home. And then he found a new home in... Uh, it uh, oh god i'm Mount losing Vernon. my mind now, now so, well I, so originally when i read it i thought he was saying that he left the first place and went to vernon but That's right, uh though. no but the vernon sightings were in the 40s and the other ones in the 70s oh so so some Einfield of that was got pushed out of mount vernon and now he was over in einfield yeah whoa yeah i kind of had the free ball law that because i wrote it as if he left uh left hind field oh man uh, but I, yeah that's cool monster wars i need a i need a tasty guitar riff lick a tasty guitar lick. monster wars welcome back to fucking monster wars ready your penis inverted <laughs> welcome back to monster wars <laughs> Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I I told you before I had a short one today. So yeah, you do. Unless... Ready to get your penis inverted? <laughs> <laughs> it's time. You got a short so... one. It's okay. I'm quick. Ooh, monster wars. <laughs> so unless you're starting a new NBA franchise and you're looking for a high flying big slam dunker, I'd advise you keep your nose out of a place you have no business in, like the woods of Illinois. Or you just might get your favorite dress shirt shredded to pieces. Or your Cortez's. By the Enfield Horror. Oh, or your Cortez's. Yeah, those belong. Those deserve to get shredded. It's like it's like those videos when the guy when the woman catches the guy cheating on him and she cuts up the middle of the tongue of the Jordan and then throws it on the front lawn and then covers his clothes in bleach. Has anybody else seen those but me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been a world star hip hop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where those pop up for sure. I can't oh, yeah. watch those; those hurt too much. I'm not even a sneakerhead, and I'm just like, oh, it's just a lot of no. money. Oh yeah. no, not as Tim's, not the Tim's, not the freaking not Tim's. the Yadas. Don't touch the Yadas. <laughs> but um, wow, I'm there's a lot of Mister X and. Uh, 
lefts and rights and ups and downs in that story. And I knew it was going to be a short one, so I thought I'd fuck with you a little bit. You succeeded because <laughs> I thought there was a monkey in there, and then you just like reverted <laughs> back to the original story. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm very confused, but no. I can't believe you didn't figure it out earlier. I did, but I didn't want to steal your thunder. I was like, "There's no fucking way this is like a real monkey with a you you sold it with the with the pocket watch." I was like, "This monkey doesn't know how to tell time." <laughs> the locket. It was a locket. Oh, that oh, it was it wasn't a pocket but watch. What was in the locket? <gasps> what? Me. Ba- it was <laughs> a photo of me. Banana. <laughs> Tom Tom loves me. It was me on one side and a banana on the other. Ah. Uh... Now that's yeah. true love. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love telling you these stories, and we love when you stick around and listen. Oh, God, I'm going to burp. But, um, sorry, I'm drinking, a, I'm drinking a hard kombucha. Welcome to L.A., <laughs> baby. It's 6%. Hell yeah. Hell but yeah, ba- ba- baby. It's really good. But we usually drink wine on this podcast because we get the gurgle burpees. But um, I drank wine on the last one. I wonder if you could hear the difference. I did scream about Bogle for a little bit. Oh, you did. You're a big Bogle screamer. But can't help it. I just got excited. I need to, I need to switch back to the Bogle. Mm, the only good. problem is that I need to find a good seller of Bogle, like the Safeway you used to live next to. Oh, they guys got like or what, Vons eight eighty eight. Yeah, it was the Vons. I remember when we bought like the twelve pack of them, and it was like forty bucks. Yeah, because <laughs> don't admit that out loud to people. Jesus, what? Well, we buy them. Spend forty bucks on twelve bottles of wine. No, that we're buying standard. twelve bottles of wine. I guess that's fine. People have whole cellars full of them. Well, should I not tell them that we would just pour an entire bottle into like one cup? <laughs> One big gulp with yeah. some with some orange Insta- high high C mixed in. <laughs> but um, like I was saying, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, if you guys want any more information, you know where to go for Instagram. We don't gotta tell you Camp Strange Podcast on Instagram. Click link in bio. We got all the links to merch. Any place you want to listen to it, you can drop us a follow. Like whatever picture you want. It's great. We guys have pictures out there. It's fun. Um, if you guys want to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that's great. If you want to listen to us anywhere else, that's fine too. Thank you. And if you guys want to. Boy, he's losing it, people. <laughs> and if you guys want to send us an email, send it to campstrangepodcast at gmail.com. And we got time. We will respond. We got to do a Tales from the Camp soon because we got that. We got a message from Daughtry and we got to read it out loud. She's Ooh. got some she got some weird spooky things going on at a at a at a old farmhouse. And we got to read about it. So if you guys want to send us your weird stories from your hometowns or things that you've experienced, true crime, ghosts, monsters, send it on over. We will gladly read it on a bonus episode. But we need some more stories. So send them on over, guys. Um, David, do you have anything to say before we head out? Uh, the dead body in the room and saw. That's that's the guy. That's him. <laughs> Fuck. He did it. His name's Tobin Bell. Yeah. That's, he's, he's but he's he's the guy. He he's him. He's that little puppet bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking haircut. And, little tricycle. And don't, stomp that puppet. Man, <laughs> the puppet's not the problem, David. Um, and don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>